Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the PE Squad podcast. Today, we are doing solo talk. The topic is reflection. Join me as I talk about my school year, and I reflect on everything that has happened, ranging from the school year as a whole to COVID-19 and what to expect moving forward. Please stay tuned for the episode and enjoy. Hello, PE Squad listeners. Today's episode is Solo Talk Part 2. Last time on Solo Talk, we talked about virtual classrooms and how how fun and exciting those are, and just a, another great resource, another another great tool that you can have uh, for for remote learning, and even when we go back to school in the fall. Uh, today's solo talk is more about a reflection, and that's really the topic. It's just a reflection of the year as a whole, and reflection is very important, and it's something that I try to do often. Uh, in fact, every every day of teaching, I try to reflect about the day, try to reflect about how things went, how things could have been better. And I think it's important that we do that in all walks of life, not just in our career, but we should re- reflect on everything. And we need to think about all parts of our life and what we can do to be better and how we should be better. So to kind of start, I just want to reflect about you know, my year uh, as a whole, just reflecting on how it went and starting and um, school year started off good. I'm not sure where a lot of our listeners are from uh, in terms of parts of the country, but in Tennessee, we are uh, required by the state to do a state mandated physical education portfolio. And we have to do testing and assessments for uh, second grade and fifth grade. So we have to pick these skills. Some of them are required. Then we have a list of optional ones. So just to kind of give you an idea, uh, fifth grade requirement would be an overhand throw. Second grade requirement would be locomotor skills. And they pick those two just because those are skills that they should have mastered by the time they reach those respective grades. And then you just have to choose, uh, for us here in Tennessee, we have to choose uh, two additional uh, assessments to go with one for fifth grade and another for second grade. But that's kind of how our years start every year here in Tennessee. We do our, our portfolio testing. And then we, once we get that done, we're able to actually get into the, uh, the grittiness of the curriculum and the schedule and, uh, really do the fun stuff. And, um, you know, we had a great year. We, uh, covered a lot of things that we wanted to. We had some some great, some great moments. Uh, we had an opportunity this year to network and connect with athletes for hope. If you ever get a chance to do that, that is an amazing organization that will connect you with a local athlete. Sometimes they're professional, sometimes they're collegiate. We were very blessed to be uh, connected to a professional athlete and an Olympian. Uh, the athlete we were connected with was. Paul's Pujats, and Paul's is an Olympic pole vaulter for his home country of Latvia, which is kind of near the 
near Russia in that area of the world. And um, uh, Paul's was amazing. We had a visit once a month from Paul's and he'd come out and teach about health and fitness, wellness. We did yoga and mindfulness and all kinds of awesome topics. And it was always a blessing to have him there. Um, so that was one one thing I can reflect on and think about. Another awesome thing from this year was a uh, shout out to Action for Healthy Kids. They have been amazing. If you've never uh, looked into them, they have grants and resources for physical education teachers all across the country. And they have been one of the easier organizations to communicate with and to get funds from. Um, last year, we got a uh, fund sp- specifically for uh, fitness equipment and sports equipment. We are able to put that into play. This year, we got a larger grant where we used the funds for uh, a breakfast initiative, and it worked out perfectly because over uh, last summer, our parents painted our cafeteria and uh, our mascot's dragon. So we had these dragon murals all over the cafeteria. So that really uh, inspired me to use those funds to kind of create an exciting uh, breakfast area. We called it the Dragon Den. And we we used that area to uh, increase breakfast participation. We uh, At our school, in our school district, breakfast is free for kids that, that want to eat it. So we uh, put that into play. And we had some incentives along the way. And we were just able to adapt a lot of things to that plan. And it worked out beautifully. We were able to increase breakfast participation, which is just so important to get kids started on the day the right way with a healthy meal. That way they're more focused uh, when they're in the classroom. And, you know, health and nutrition just go hand in hand with uh, physical education. And they both are perfect balances for, you know, what it is that we we do to support learning in the classrooms. Um, geez, what what else did we have going on this year? We uh, we uh, started our our year off strong with uh, the NFL's Fuel Up to Play sixty program. Uh, we had our biggest group this year. We had about twenty three fifth graders, and I was so proud of them for working so hard all year long. And we ended up by the end of. Uh, well, before COVID started, we ended up with about about five student ambassadors, and I'm uh, so proud of all of them. They worked so hard, and I know they were disappointed when the uh, the national summit was ended up, ended up being canceled because I strongly believe that uh, at least one of our students would have been selected to go to the summit. Um, but we did some great things in there, and we had some amazing moments where we inspired our our school to be active and to make healthy decisions. Uh, We had a a nutrition presentation where it was a walkthrough where there were healthy samples of of food and uh, students and teachers in our administration could ask our Fuel Like to Play 60 kids about the the food for their uh, assigned food group. So that was an awesome moment that we had. Uh, we went rock climbing one time, and that was the, another great thing that we did to kind of tie in perseverance and, and never giving up and climbing through challenges and obstacles. Uh, we we do a running club with marathon kids. If you don't have a, a Fuel Up to Play 60 club or a running club through marathon kids, I would highly, highly recommend 
when the school year starts, looking to, to get those started. Obviously, when the restrictions from COVID are uh, eased away, those are great things to have in your, uh, uh, your resource bag for your students. So definitely look into that. Uh, Marathon Kids is a great organization. Their, uh, their grant also is very easy to get your hands on. And they'll uh, supplement you with uh, free goodies, T-shirts, necklaces, wristbands, patches, all kinds of good uh, Marathon Kids stuff with Nike logo and information on it for the kids. And anytime you can give something to a kid that has that little Nike swoosh on it, they think it's gold. So those are definitely uh, big motivators for our kids to keep running and keep uh, accumulating miles. And, uh, you know, before COVID started, we were going strong. We had a, we had a yoga club and it just built up huge popularity, caught the attention of, uh, one of our mayors. And we actually had the mayor of our, uh, our County Shelby County come out and do a, a yoga session with the kids and presented, uh, an award, uh, for myself, for the initiatives I've over undertaken over the years so that was just a cool moment to have before all this happened and it just kind of put things in perspective about uh, you know the work we do and you know just missing the kids and that just kind of spearheads into the next thing I want to talk about it's just you know the utter shock and surprise of COVID-19 you know no one really saw this coming with the way that it ended up happening it just came with a vengeance I just remember starting spring break and we all had every expectation of coming back and that just never happened and you know it's scary the way things happened and very sad for the the kids the way that the school year ended but um we're very grateful for the administration that we have in the school district that we have shelby county schools huge shout out to them and to our our great leader of Shelby County School Superintendent Dr. Ray. He has worked very hard and diligently to to make sure that the class of 2020 is loved and appreciated. And not only the class of 2020, all of the students in our district, he's worked so hard to make sure that our students are taken care of, whether it be uh, learning packets or learning opportunities, uh, platforms, internet access, uh, laptops for families that don't have them, or maybe not enough based on the number of kids that they have, um, free lunch and breakfast for students still, setting up um, drive, uh, drive-throughs where they can pick up some food with the help of the YMCA of Memphis. A huge shout-out to them for stepping up and helping Shelby County Schools do that. Um, but... I can remember, you know, that seemed like that long ago, but three months ago is whenever all this started. And, you know, everyone had to adapt. You have to adapt to the change in times. You have to adapt to how you're going to reach and impact your students. And that's where, you know, the e-learning thing comes in. And you got to think to yourself, how can I impact my students and how can I reach my students? And that was something I had to think about and I had to, had to look around and see what other people are doing. And I saw all these great ideas. It was almost immediately that the PE community stepped up and you saw all these just terrific ideas, all these videos of these activities. 
and these lessons and these skills and just these plethora of resources. And I'm not going to lie, after a couple of weeks of seeing all these awesome things, it was very, very hard not to have a, a strong sense of feeling inadequate of whether or not what I'm doing is enough compared to what other people are doing. And in our last episode, I, I encourage you to listen to it. We had a great interview with Jamie Sparks and Dr. Kim Ballard. And Dr. Kim brought up that same thing of the great resources that are out there, but also how it could be overwhelming and it could make teachers and it has made teachers feel um, inadequate, like what they're doing is not enough. And that could not be further from the truth. Uh, education is not a one size fits all. You have to adjust and you have to adapt based on your students, based on your school and the school environment that you are serving. So again, so whatever it is that you've done, whether it's going live, providing recordings or links to activities and resources or making phone calls to your kids, uh, dropping by resources. I saw some PE teachers that would put together bags of equipment and they would drop it by the, the kids that they teach so they could have their own bags of equipment to use. Whatever it is that you, you did, just know that you made an impact and, and don't, don't feel inadequate at all. I mean, all of us have tremendous ideas and I love the fact that we share these ideas. And if you're like me, I've definitely have jotted down some ideas and some resources, uh, some things that I can do moving forward. I, I've learned a ton of new skills. Uh, man, I had no idea about virtual classrooms until a couple weeks ago and I was able to to put a couple of those together and those are very, very cool. So if, you, if you've already created one, kudos to you. If it's something that you don't know about or maybe you felt um, that it was kind of over you in terms of you know, something kind of difficult that you couldn't do, uh, I would encourage you to look into it. They are just an awesome resource. And our first solo talk actually walks you through how to create a, a virtual classroom or virtual gym. So I would definitely use that tutorial to help you do that if that's something you are thinking about doing. And some other skills, man, I would just say just technology all in all. I mean, I can't speak to everyone, but I know I've learned how to do things like make uh, movies online through the iMovie app. I've done audio and video enhancement and editing. Uh, this podcast, for example, has been something that uh, I've thought about doing in the past, but it's just been a great idea and very grateful for those of you that tune in and listen. And if you get a chance to share this with other people, please do. But it's just the, the technology that is out there, it's just, there is really no reason why we cannot reach our, our students. Obviously, this is not the preferred way of trying to get a hold of them and trying to reach them and trying to motivate them and inspire them. But we have so many tools that are available to us, and it's up to us to use those tools. We, we can't sit back at the end of the day and say that we weren't given a, a fair shot. There are ideas and there are resources out there. We have to be willing to, to pick up and keep going and keep moving forward. And that kind of comes into the networking. If there is something that is kind of challenging or hard for you, maybe you're not a tech-savvy person, I can tell you what, there have been so many people in our community that have stepped up 
to to support one another, to provide resources, to get on the phone and walk people through things. So I would encourage you, if that's you, if you need help, I mean, look at our platforms, you know, Elementary PE on Facebook, uh, I Tweet Physical Education on Facebook, PE Central on Facebook, um, great leaders in our community, Jamie Sparks, Artie Kamaya, Dr. Kim Ballard, Brett Fuller. Uh, there's just a long list of great people in our in our community that are there to help you if you need it, and they would be thrilled to help you. So please network with, with your peers, reach out, ask for help if you need it, because we're all there. I mean, you can reach out to me. I mean, I'm still learning a lot. I still got a lot to learn, but I can tell you what, I mean, I've picked up some amazing skills that I will definitely use in my professional career moving forward because of this. And it's important to, to kind of put things in perspective. You know, COVID-19 has been bad, but the silver lining that has come out of it is for me personally, is I've been able to adapt what I do to reach more people so therefore, there's a greater good for what I'm doing. And when we go back to, you know, a brick and mortar building, the technology that we've we've learned from and the skills that we've learned, they're only going to further enhance what we're doing where we'll be able to reach more students, their families and the communities that we serve. Um, some other things that I've done, virtual challenges. I tell you what, um, I wish... I had saw the original idea and and saved it, but about a couple months ago, whenever all this started, someone said they were going to do a virtual running club, and um, I just thought to myself, like, that is a brilliant idea, because I'm already doing a, a run club, and it came to a halt uh, whenever uh, COVID-19 happened. And I had to find a way to reach those 150 students that still wanted to, to participate in a running club. So I did a virtual run challenge and the success of that virtual run challenge has been incredible. And I'll speak to that uh, briefly in a moment. And pretty much what has come out of that is further networking, further community growth, um, and it's not about pushing my name. It is push the name of my school, my school district. And it has inspired and motivated my 150 students in this club and their families to continue to be active and to lead a healthy and physically active lifestyle. And as a physical education teacher, that's that's the goal right there. That's, that's why we do what we do. We want to reach our students and their families and the community as a whole. And this has done exactly that. It has blown up to something that I never foresaw happening, which is awesome because I was able to take something so simple and turn it into something so, so big, something so amazing. And what I was able to do is I created a Google form. And on that Google form, I made it specific to my school and you could make one, make it specific to your school. And every day the students use that same exact link they log in, uh, put their miles in, and their their families can add their miles to the same thing. So if they have siblings, they could have their own account, or they could use the same one, and they add their put their miles in. And at the bottom, you can uh, 
can add pictures and little messages and I can add videos. So as this journey has continued and we're still in this journey, I've been able to add videos from people and I'll get to the video idea here in a minute, but, um, I've been able to, to help those students. I was able to make sure that every single student had a pedometer. And that was a huge shout out to the uh, Shelby County Health Department. They made that possible. So the students are able to wear their pedometers and see how many steps they get each day. And there's a, a simple conversion uh, method that is attached to the form. So they're able to do a little bit of math and figure out how many total miles they have and kind of round up a little bit from there. And we just take those miles every day, put them into Google Maps, and we generate a new spot. And it's been amazing. We've traveled from Memphis, Tennessee, to North Carolina, shot all the way up to Vermont. And Vermont was the first spot where the video idea popped popped up. I have a, a great friend there, uh, Bet Howergan, someone I met in the NFL's Fuel at the Play 60 Summit from last year. She's a physical education teacher and a dairy farmer in Vermont. And she made a video shout out for me. It was actually her idea. And from there, the idea, the video idea just sparked. So every time we made it to a new state, I reached out to, to someone to make a video to congratulate the students and their families and the community for accumulating enough miles to reach a new state uh, to provide any words of encouragement. And some people took it even further and added music and images and uh, a little like field trip tour thing for their state. And it's just been very special, something that those kids and their families will, will remember. And I'll definitely remember for sure. And we've had great video shout outs going from Vermont, Canada, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, um, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Montana, Idaho, Oregon, uh, California, Arizona. And we've had PE teachers from every single one of those states reach out and make a video. And I am so grateful to all of those people who made a video for my, my students and their families. And then here, here recently, we've gotten some some big time attention we we made the news we made abc news for this virtual run challenge and they interviewed me and brought a couple of my students on um from there we were able to uh, network with a pe teacher in illinois and he's getting a lot of media attention and rightfully so because he's doing a, a great project uh, called uh, burpees and bad dad jokes so you've probably heard of that um if you pay attention to the pe community at all and we were able to work together and each one of us bring two of our students on live, and we got to interview a NFL football player. We interviewed David Edwards, the starting right guard of the L.A. Rams. That was an awesome experience. And some other video shout-outs. I mean, we had some student athletes from the University of Memphis make a video for us. We had uh, head coach Nick Fortenberry of Christian Brothers University make a video. We had Carlos uh, Lachlan. <clears throat> He's on the uh, Florida State University football staff. He made a video for us. We had our superintendent of Shelby County Schools, Dr. Ray, make a video for us. Um, 
had Gary Parrish of CBS Sports and ESPN Radio. He made a video for us, and we got a couple other really exciting ones that are uh, on the way. Uh, so this is it's really blown up into something really special and really big. And I, I just encourage you to to find something that you can do. And just because school is over for the year, it doesn't mean that learning stops. It doesn't mean that we have to stop trying to reach out to our kids and to encourage and motivate them because they're still going to need it. Um, school might be done for, for the summer, but a lot of places in the country still have the COVID-19 restrictions and um, these kids and their families could definitely can, could use the continued support. So um, for me personally, this virtual run club challenge, we're going to keep it going as long as, as long as possible because the kids, they just love it. And it means a lot to their families. Um, and, uh, another to kind of completely transition off topic, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was, um, the anxieties and fears that you can kind of, it's almost palpable in the education community. And you've definitely have seen it and heard about it in the PE community and on the different pages and whether it be Facebook or Twitter. And that's just the fear of the unknown. And I've kind of fallen into it before too. And you got to remember to stay positive. You got to remember that everyone is in this together and that there are a lot of prestigious organizations that are out there fighting for health and physical education right now. And they're doing an amazing job. So shout out to Shape America, Action for Healthy Kids, Alliance for Healthy Generation, all the local AFORD organizations for each state, and so, so many more. Um, They are working hand-in-hand together with the CDC to create guidelines upon re-entry in the fall. They're communicating with state government officials, uh, governors, superintendents. So you have a plethora of people fighting for this profession. And I don't, I don't think the profession is in danger of going away. I think every sector of education will, will look different when we get back. And it's something that we'll have to adapt to, which will be temporary. I can't stress this enough that everything that will happen in the fall is temporary. We will have to, to do things differently. We'll have to do a lot of sanitizing, a lot of cleaning, a lot of social distancing, might have to help out in the school buildings in ways that you might not have had to do before. But when we go back in the fall, it will be all hands on deck and we will all have a role to serve. And it's important to remember that even if your roles and your job looks a little bit different going back, just remember that it is temporary and that we will all get through this and we will all move forward. And we will make it together. And you have an amazing uh, support system. The PE community is so strong. And it's something that, that I continue to see every day. There are so many people that care about this profession. And every single PE teacher in this country, you are part of this community, this brotherhood that everyone is there for. And we're here to support one another. And we will make it. I can promise you that we will make it. And in in the fall, you know, you'll have to adapt instruction a little bit. And you might even want to think about things like 
the hidden curriculum. So if you've ever heard of the hidden curriculum, I'm not just talking about health and wellness topics, but I'm talking about social and emotional learning. It is a part of our curriculum. It has been for a long time, but we don't tend to focus on that. But our kids are going to need that when we get back. Everyone, not just the kids, but everyone, including us, have experienced trauma from this. It's important that we we talk about those things and we walk through those things and to put out valuable resources and ideas to our students that will focus on the social emotional learning aspects. And I, I guarantee that there will be some valuable resources out there for those topics. So think about things in the fall. Think about what you envision your PE program to look like moving forward. Um, still, obviously, physical education activities, the games and things, they can go on with modifications. You'll have to adapt based on what it is that your school district says you need to do, what your principal and what your school says. But there are a plethora of topics and activities and things that we can cover for this temporary um, challenge that we're going through. Uh, but just to kind of close, just try to remain positive. Look at the positives that are out there. Um, there's a lot of great conversations that we've had in previous episodes. So I would encourage you to, to tune into some of the episodes we interviewed on the episode titled Shape Up, current president Brett Fuller of Shape America. He had some, some brilliant things to say about physical education as a whole, but also in regards to physical education moving forward. And in our... <clears throat> episode um, titled A Positive Outlook, where we interviewed Dr. Kim Ballard and Jamie Sparks. We had some very interesting dialogue about education moving forward and how they are working with Shape America behind the scenes with the CDC for guidelines and everything and how they wanted to kind of put everyone at ease knowing that there are plans in place and that everyone is working very hard and diligently. So with all that being said, I just wanted to close out an episode of Solo Talk with reflection. Uh, reflection is very important. I hope that you reflect on this school year. Reflect on the things that you've accomplished, the things that you've done. Reflect on the things that you'd like to see moving forward. And know that we're all in this together. We will all make it. We will all be just fine. And just trust that there are people working very hard to make physical education bigger, stronger, and better than ever. Until next time, take care. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the PE Squad Podcast. Until next time, stay safe and be on the lookout for the squad.